0: Before we start the podcast, I would like to take a moment of silence for the lives lost at the Astro World concert um, that happened recently. We will definitely be getting into the topic later in the podcast, but for now, I just would like to send love, prayers, and the best wishes to those who have lost their lives. let's start the podcast that was for you guys per usual hey everyone it's Evelise, and welcome back to another episode of a living contradiction I am your host with the most and yeah that's that's it that's really it um, you guys, there's a lot of dramas happening. First of all, um, I was supposed to record this last night, but I was too tired because I am a drumroll, please. Brrr, college student. Yay. And I am constantly working on assignments and I'm constantly tired out of my ass. And, um, if that's even a phrase, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so yeah, I just did not feel like recording last night so i am recording on a friday friday at 11:30 a.m. So yeah. Enjoy it. Um second thing is as i was saying there's a lot of drama happening these past few weeks um that we're going to dive into um first thing though that I want to start doing is word of the day. I feel like my vocabulary is kind of disintegrating, if that makes sense. Um, I just feel like I'm not reading as much as I should be. Therefore, I am not learning as new as many new words as I would be learning. So we're going to do this thing every episode, word of the day, we're going to read the definition and we're going to try to incorporate it into the podcast some way, somehow. Um, Okay, let's see. Merriam-Webster. I actually used to have the app where it would tell me the word of the day every single day and that was awesome. I don't know why I deleted it. I should re-download it but I used to have it and oh my gosh, my laptop is not working. You guys like, okay, you know, when, whenever technology doesn't work and you get so frustrated, you just want to like throw it out the window. That's me right now. It's me right now. I don't know why because my laptop was working perfectly fine this morning. I was doing my assignments and, yeah, it was working perfectly fine. I go, make breakfast, I come back, open the laptop, and all of a sudden it's glitching. It's like, when I need you, it's like you're working when I need to do homework, but when I need to, like, look up drama for the podcast, you're not working. Okay, I see how the universe is today. I I I see, I see what kind of day we're going to have, universe. Okay, fuck this shit. I'm just going to look it up on my phone because I'm impatient and I don't care if you don't like it. Okay, word of the day. Here we go, Merriam-Webster. Oh my gosh, Merriam-Webster, hurry up. Okay, word of the day, edify. Edify, E-D-I-F-Y, means to uplift, enlighten, or inform. That's actually pretty good word to use. I I feel like I could I could put that in a sentence today. I feel like I could definitely pull it off. Edify. You know what's crazy? Anything with the word ed sounds like edible to me. So when I first saw this word edify, I thought it meant like you could make a certain thing edible. Like a rock Oh, I'm going to edify this rock, you know. I'm going to make it edible. I'm going to make it so that, you, so that you can eat it type of thing. <laughs> That's definitely not what it is. Edify to uplift, enlighten, or inform. Uplift, enlighten, or inform. Enlighten, enlighten. Um, edify. I don't fucking know. But we'll figure it out. Edify. 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 I know I know me repeating the word over and over again sounds really stupid but believe it or not it was actually a really good strategy I used in high school to remember um to remember certain like terminology in science or social studies I would always associate the word like a letter of the word with another with the same letter but in a different word but the meaning was the same. So like with edify, right? It means to enlighten. So whenever I think of enlighten, I'm going to think of edify. You know what I mean? So that way I know, okay, edify means to enlighten, to uplift, to inform, you know? Anyway, that was just, that was just me trying to be educated. Not trying, was being educated. Okay, no, let's get into this fucking drama because it's juicy as hell and let's, you know, we we have we have a lot of t- we have to, a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. Number one thing. Let's talk about this whole Gigi, Zane, Yolanda beef. Okay. Now, you guys, I am by all, by no means a 100% credible person to ask information from because whatever news I get I don't get it from like news channels really. I don't really watch the news. I get it from social media. So like Instagram, um TikTok, uh YouTube, stuff like that. I don't have, well, I I I do have a Twitter, but I don't use it. It just it's just there. The account is just there, but yeah, that's my main places of getting information. So, I first saw this all over Instagram. It was like Zane, Gigi, Yolanda, like big fight. Someone was like pushed into a drawer or whatever. Da, 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 da. And I saw it all over Instagram. So I was like, okay, this is perfect for the podcast. Click. I clicked and it gave me the Just Jared um, link. And this was, I think this was last week. So I read up on it again today, earlier today. There's there's really no updates from from what I'm reading over here, but apparently if you haven't heard about what happened, okay. Zane and Gigi split a while back. It was probably in September um or October, but it was definitely after this whole altercation. Uh, Basically, Gigi was out for, I believe, Fashion Week. I'm not sure if you guys watched, but she was walking the runway for um, Versace and Savage Fenty. I don't know. I think. I don't know. But she walked the runway for something. She just wasn't home. Yolanda comes to her home, her home that her and Zayn share, and their little girl, Kai. And I'm not exactly sure what happened. All I know is that her and Zane got into an altercation. He called her an effing Dutch slut. Um, apparently, he pushed her, and it said causing uh, mental anguish or physical anguish he got an altercation. He got into an altercation with um with the security guard, and now he's on probation for three hundred and sixty days. Um. So, you know, based on what I just told you, what do you think? You know, like what do you think? Here's the thing, right? Zane has. Oh my god, that was so weird. I just, I just. I want you guys to try that do that sound I literally felt a vibration in my brain anyway um Zane has spoke out about it I forgot if Gigi spoke out um she probably did um but nothing like juicy she didn't spill any tea um, okay. Here's what Zane had to say after Yolanda put this out into the public. He said, "As you all know, I am a private person and I very much want to create a safe and private space for my daughter Kai to grow up in." Um, he wrote this on October 28th, so not too long ago. Um, a place, sorry, the fucking planes are annoying. A place where private family matters aren't thrown on the world stage for all to poke and pick apart. In an effort to protect that space for her, I agreed to not contest claims arising from an argument I had with a family member of my partners who entered our home while my partner was away several weeks ago. Um, he also said he was hopeful and there... And if there could be healing for all involved with the hard words shared. Um. I don't think Yolanda has spoken out about it. Other than her just saying what happened. Um. Gigi hasn't really said much. Um. I think she just wants to keep it private. Um. Everyone is just keeping it private. Um and yeah that that's like the main thing is just keeping this under wraps so that the public don't doesn't know too much about it the thing is i was on tiktok not too long ago and all i saw was people on zane's side and kind of just making yolanda out to be the bad guy um I mean, we all don't know what really happened. For all we know, Yolanda could be lying about the whole thing. He could have just like, he could have, he probably didn't say any of those things. He probably didn't push her or whatever. Maybe she's being dramatic or maybe she is saying the truth, but he's just trying to like cover his ass. We don't know. But from what we do know, from what information we're given... I personally don't think it's appropriate to defend abuse in any way, especially okay, it's one thing if a person abuses their partner. That alone is a big no-no, a huge red flag, but the fact that that person feels feels like they can put their hands on that on their partner's parent, mother or father that is like ultimate disrespect. Like, of course, yes. Okay. I'm not saying this actually happened. But if my partner ever put their hands on me, there would definitely be a problem. And it would definitely end in a breakup. But if you was to put your hands on my mother, or on my father, it's over for you, bitch. It's over for you, bitch. Like, it it really is. Like, that's that's when I'm going to bring out the lawyers. That's when I'm going to bring out my attorneys. Like, everything I can to make you go down in the dirt under, that's what I'm going to do. But th- that that's why I'm not really wrapping my head around why people were on Zayn's side. Um... If you don't know who exactly Yolanda is, I mean, I don't really know too much about her, too. All I know is that she's Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, and Anwar Hadid's mother. They're all models. She was on Beverly Hills Housewives, I believe. Something like that. I think it was Beverly Hills, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, But she's known to be very, like, controlling. And, um very involved in especially Gigi's life um hold on I need a sip of water um and just by like all the clips I don't know if you guys have seen the clips but there have been scenes in Real Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where she'll tell Gigi, like, stop eating so much, you're getting fat, you're a model, you have to keep your slim fit. Um, There was even a scene where Gigi was like, she was sick, she was very weak, because she had like half an almond, or something like that. And her mother said, you know, eat some more, chew them really well, type of thing. It was pretty disturbing, I'm not gonna lie. Um, And people would use that to justify the fact that I mean, I don't know if it's a fact, but to justify whether Zane hit her or not or called her those things. Um, my thing is that, okay, both people have some dirt on them. Okay, Zayn, you were accused of hitting a woman and, I mean, you know, saying those things to your partner's mother, I mean, that that is so that is so disrespectful. I feel like but then it's also with Yolanda, it's like people can't really tell if you're being truthful or not because there has been times in the past where you were kind of um uh what's the word? I can't find the word, but like you you, you know what I mean? Like there has been times in the past where you have been controlling and kind of devious so people can't fully trust what you say um but i think if he did hit her if he did say those things it is completely unacceptable no matter what no matter what she did i mean granted if she hit him then he hits her back i mean you know equal rights equal fights kind of thing um that i understand but if she just came into the house and th- there was really no no wording as to what happened after that she came to the home when Gigi wasn't there but it's like you know what exactly is wrong with that you know because the thing is okay if i was to come over to my sister's house and it was only my nephew and her fiance i'm pretty sure her fiance wouldn't have a problem we would all be chilling so i don't yeah I I don't know exactly what happened after that. They're definitely missing some key information, but I do think it's a little disturbing the fact that the fans are still defending Zane even after hearing that he hit a woman, especially his partner's mother. It just it, it that part really blows my mind because you have some real fucking guts to do that, you know? real fucking guts so I don't know and you know the thing is I feel bad for Gigi because it's not like they're just dating I mean they they were just dating but they have something that is connected to each other and they're bound to that for life and that is their daughter (laughs) so it's like Gigi can't just take her daughter and like move to France or something I mean, she probably can, but she shares a daughter with him. She's going to have to take him into consideration for whatever happens in Kai's life, which really, now, technically, is like whatever happens in Gigi's life. Because I believe when you have a kid, that is your top priority. And, I mean, I'm not a mother, so I wouldn't know, but... I feel like that's the case when you're a parent. So it's kind of like you don't you don't really have your own life anymore. You have a person dependent on you and you have to care for them before anything, that means before yourself. You know, you can't really be selfish when you have a kid. So if Gigi wanted to start dating a guy, she would have to take Kai into consideration and then she would have to take Zayn's opinions on that into consideration as well because they share they share a kid and they're going to have to co-parent. And then uh, not only that, it, it depends on wherever, if she wants to move, if she wants to take a job, if she wants to, you know, it's like whatever she does, it's going to affect Kai and Zane has to have his opinions on that too because he's still a part of, because she's still a part of him, you know? So it, it sucks, you know? It's not like, a, okay, you're done. Never seeing you again in my life. It's like, yeah, we're done. Our relationship is done. But our parental relationship is going to be bound to each other for the next 18 years. Or for the next how many years? So, yeah. Um, maybe even more than 18 because you know, when you have a kid, that kid is forever, so, it sucks, it sucks, and the thing is, like, it's not, like, friend versus friend, it's your mother versus your partner, so, that sucks even more, your partner is the person that you share a life with, and the person that you see every day, and the person that's going to most likely take care of you when you're young, and, I mean, when you're down when you're old, and, um, you know, when you can't really do things for yourself, but then again it's like your mother is the one who gave you life. You know, so you you have you are obligated to um to help your mother, to do things for your mother and whatnot, depending on what your relationship is. But I'm pretty sure her relationship with her mom is very close. Um so yeah it sucks. I'm wishing the very best to all three of them. I'm hoping that Yolanda will be able to forgive um, I'm hoping that Zayn will learn, and I'm hoping that Gigi will heal and you know, possibly find a way to go about life after this. So yeah, that's that. Now let's talk about fucking astral world. Okay, I'm pretty sure all of you have seen the disturbing videos on the internet. I know I sure have. I'm not linking any of those videos down in the description just because I feel like, um, I I mean, there, there's no reason for it. It's just disturbing. And I feel like mm, the mothers and fathers of those people that were in those videos that were unconscious wouldn't want those videos going around, you know? It obviously has gone around, but I feel like I don't want to give a platform for that. Um, but what I will whoa, what I will say is that I think nowadays celebrities are so fucking brainwashed, and what happened at the Astro World concert was a prime example of that. A prime example. I have so many opinions. First off let me just try to get the facts straight because like I said I'm not 100% a credible source but from what I know either two things happened here are the two things that I heard that happened that there was crowd crushing something like that or uh, these people were like injecting the, um, the fans with some type of serum or liquid or something of the sort that's what I heard as to why people were like randomly like dying um so yeah but the crowd crushing that happens in concerts and it's it it happens simply by just the place the arena being overly crowded um so, when you're at a concert, people want to get to the very front as much as possible. And the thing is, if the place is overly crowded, people can literally suffocate just by standing, okay? Um, And I mean, you you got to be really close to the person. You got to be like bone on bone type of thing. So... It's very, it's very disturbing to think of people dying slowly and painfully. And, um, that, that was the main thing that I heard. The other thing about the lethal injection thingy majiggy, I heard of that somewhere. I'm not too sure if that is the reason why, but I mean, obviously if someone is going around injecting people, then that's just totally on the arena's fault that, that falls on the organization's fault um but the fact that the show wasn't stopped while any of this was happening it doesn't matter if people were dying because of suffocation or if they were being lethal lethally injected or if they were like doing too many drugs it doesn't matter what was the cause what matters is if is the fans' lives being taken into consideration as first priority. When you are an artist and you and you claim to love your fans as much as you do, as much as Travis says that he does, they should be your number one priority. And that obviously wasn't his priority at this concert. You can you could tell there's so many videos I'm pretty sure you could look them up online there are so many videos there was even this one video where a guy was unconscious they were trying to pick his body up and take him out to the ambulance because like I said it was overly crowded people were hopping fences to get into the concert um and You know, there were literal dead bodies on the floor and people were fucking dancing and twerking and not even realizing what the hell was going on because there were so many fucking people. But there was this one video where this guy, he was unconscious. They were trying, they were literally put him up on the crowd and tried to take him to the ambulance. And I forgot what exactly Travis said, but it was along the lines of, oh, Get this guy out of here. Get him to an ambulance or whatever. But he said that as he was singing. Like, come on, man. If you're, like, if you're totally lost as to what the hell I'm talking about, basically, Travis Scott had a concert. I'm not sure where it was. It was an World concert. It was overly crowded. And people were dying randomly. I believe there was, like, a few hundred that were injured. And then eight people died. Um... But he did not stop the concert whatsoever. Fans were begging him to stop. He kept on singing. Um, even his staff was telling the fans to, you know, get out of here. Like, like we're, we're going to do the fucking show. We don't care. We're going to do the show. Um, and a, he got a lot of hate for it, which good for him. He should be getting the hate. Um, and it, <laughs> I'm just trying to like put my words together because what I what I'm thinking is like so much aggression towards him and towards his team um I think it's disgusting it's very disgusting there was even a video that Kylie Jenner posted she was like she was like taking a video of the crowd and then she was like oh wow like the crowd is so big oh my god and then a fucking ambulance was like right there Like, just driving past the people trying to get to them. And, you know, that really bothers me. If you can't already tell, I'm super bothered. But that really bothers me because, like I said, it shows how disconnected celebrities are to the real fucking world. Celebrities are so hung up on oh, which car should I drive today? Which purse should I wear today? What kind of extensions could I wear? What should I dye my hair? What should I do with this? What kind of shoes should I wear? Like, are you serious? You? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like on a different fucking level. These people don't know what it's like being a fucking college student. Student, I meant to say, being a fucking working mother, being hardworking in general. You know, these people have no idea what it's like to deal with shit. You know, deal with the shittiest shit of life, because they may be dealing with shit, but it's it's little. You are living in a big fucking mansion. You have all your resources. You're going through depression. You can literally, boom, hire a therapist. There we go. Now I can talk to my fucking therapist. Like, it just... It really bothers me. It really, really does. Because people like that, it's just... For some reason, they're always praised. Because they have so much. But... It's like, what does that really matter when you don't have real life experience? What, what value does that give you, you know? Yes, you have a Lamborghini. Yes, you have a Louis Vuitton bag. But what is that compared to having to deal with poverty, being homeless, being broke, financially unstable, being mentally unstable, you have no fucking clue what life is like outside of your little fucking bubble. You really don't. And it's just... It's it, it's really... It's upsetting. And it's disappointing. And what's even disappointing is the fucking quote-unquote apology video that Travis put out. Oh my gosh. If he was in front of my face, I'd curse him the fuck out. I would curse him the fuck out. Because he... He looked like a fucking idiot. He looked like either he just finished smoking and he's trying to get his words together, or that someone woke him out of his sleep and was like, Get up, you need to do this apology right now. I can't even tell you the amount of times this man has rubbed his temple just to try to, just to try to like stimulate his brain cells to try to remember the script that they fed him. It was just absolutely sad sad disappointment um disgusting what's another word annoying frustrating like this man when I tell you oh my gosh it just it really makes me upset it really fucking makes me upset it really does it really does um yeah Go look at the video yourself, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. He literally just looks like he is annoyed, like he could care fucking less. And, I mean, if he could have faked a tear, I'm pretty sure that would have helped him out, maybe a little bit more. Um, Not to mention he put the fucking filter The black and white filter on his fucking video. I I watched a video earlier where someone was reviewing his apology. And they were like, oh no. He has the black and white filter. This must mean something. It must mean that he's so sad. He put the black and white filter. He's depressed. Can not you tell? It's the black and white filter. And he's rubbing his temples. Oh my god. He looks so tired and frustrated. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh. This man... I'm sorry, Travis Scott, but you are fucking cancelled. You are fucking cancelled. I don't think he understands this, um... What's the word? Severity? Severity. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Severity or severeness of what happened. Um... It it really goes to show what what celebrities are like. What their true colors are. Um... There was this video online where it was comparing the two videos. It was it was one of the videos from Astro World and what was going on versus a concert years ago with Fallout Boy, I believe. They were in the middle of the concert and out of nowhere they go, "Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. We have to stop right now cuz this guy, he's in front and he's, you know, being pushed over and we don't like that. We want to address that right now." And I was like, "Yes." Hell yes. That is the way you are supposed to treat your fans, okay? Like, Travis Scott, he stopped a whole concert to fix his fucking shoe. But you won't stop a concert to address the eight people that are dying? Are you, like, and you know what's the saddest thing? Is that most of these people, if you read online, most of them, it was like their first concert ever. There was this one 14-year-old boy. It was his first concert. He went with his friends, and he probably thought he was going to have the time of his life. And he was probably like, I love Travis Scott's music. Like, I love that. Like, I just, you know, I want to go see him for the very first time. He's going to be awesome. He's going to go with his friends. Like, you know, like, it's sad. It's really sad. Like People really praise the wrong celebrities. They really do. It's just, it's crazy. It's really crazy how low and how disappointing people can be. I feel like when, when fame and money gets into the equation, it's like sometimes you get so blindsided. You don't even remember why you even did it in the first place, you know? You don't even remember, you know, what your why was. And it sure as hell showed in that stupid fake-ass apology, too. You don't, Fuck Travis Scott. Fuck him. I'm not fucking listening to his music. I'm not watching any type of video he puts out. I'm not buying his merch. Fuck him, okay? And fuck Kylie Jenner, to be very fucking honest. Like, you know, fuck them both. Honestly, if that was their kid out there, I'm pretty sure they would have had thousands probably thousands of fucking security guards making sure that everything was all right but a random fan a random person that gets knocked out cold and has to be taken to the hospital yeah yeah yeah. put him in the ambulance anyway back to this concert like fuck you fuck you you're a low-ass person I really hope you know that anyway now that I got that out of the way let's talk about um a concert that I went to um because I really want to steer away from all this aggression because I feel like the more I talk about it the more angry I'm gonna get um and I don't want to be angry for this whole entire episode so I went to Madison Beer's concert Madison Beer slash Maggie Lindemann. um it was fucking amazing I had the time of my life. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I went with my little sister. We went um, into the city. It was, I believe, on the west side. And it was amazing. I bought the tickets. You know, me buying the tickets was such a impulse purchase. You know when, like, you see something you're like, yeah, I'm going to buy it. Like, fuck it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. (laughs) so I was just like Madison Beer concert tickets and you know at the time I like I wasn't a super huge fan of Madison Beer like I knew of her and I would listen to her music and it was very catchy but it wasn't something that I would listen to on repeat all the time um that was until her album came well her album her album came out when I bought the tickets but I didn't get into it until later on. So I bought the tickets. I was like, fuck it. You know what? It's Madison Beer. I know enough songs to like jam out at the concert. So why not? And then I realized she put up an album, Life Support. And I was like, you know, she's most likely going to be singing these songs. Let me like try to get into it. So very first song that was on the list, fucking loved it. It was, I believe it was the intro or the beginning, something like that. And it was just like, her fucking vocals, it was like, ah, 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 ah. and I'm just like, oh my gosh, her voice had an evolution. It really did. Her voice mm. growed so much, so much growth, and I applaud her because. In the very beginning, when I first started listening to her music, she had a good voice. It was really, really good. But it was no fucking Ariana Grande. You know what I mean? Like, like, obviously, if I wanted to listen to something that spoke to my soul, I would put on Ariana Grande. If I wanted a quick jam out, it would be Madison Beer. But now that I listen to the whole entire Life Support album, I'm like, wow, Madison, her, I don't know, her work is art, man. It's art. It's really fucking art and it was just like the things that she was talking about it was it wasn't coded either like especially with selfish and reckless and stuff like that like songs like that what she was saying it wasn't sugar coated like it wasn't hidden meanings you didn't have to go searching into what she was talking about it was so obvious what she was talking about but she made it so like I don't even know what the fucking word is like angelic like harmonic you know like it was just it was amazing it was almost as if she was talking she was telling a story about her experience with like breakups or like a toxic relationship but it was like instead of talking she was singing it she was just singing her story and it was I don't know I thought it was so beautiful I loved her outfits Um, the crowd went fucking ballistic when her, when, when the first song came on and she came out, um, I I forgot what it was. It was like a, it wasn't a pole. It was like a, like a, like a mini stage on top of the stage. It was like, I don't know. I I don't know how to explain it, but she came out. Everyone was going crazy. The girl next to me was fucking like pushing her camera up against me because she was trying to get. Good footage of it, and I was like, Okay, girl, like you're going way too hard, but okay. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. Even at the end, Madison thanked everyone for coming out. I think she cried too. I'm not gonna lie, I was about to cry, but I was too overwhelmingly happy. Like, I was dancing, I was singing to her songs, I was jumping around. So, um, yeah. I wanted to cry, but I was like, you know what? I spent like a whole two hours on this makeup. I'm not going to fucking cry. Maybe not two hours. Maybe like, like 45 minutes. But, you know, I spent a good amount of time on my makeup. And I usually don't do that. So, um, But it was amazing. Even the lights. Oh my gosh, the lights. Oh It was like, when I tell you, the lights went from white to blue to pink to green to pink. To blue, to white. And it was just like spotlight, like, boom, 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 And I was just like, oh my God. Like, this is amazing. This is fucking amazing. She even had a screen behind her that showed um, like certain clips. Because um, at the very beginning, it was like, you know, okay, you know when sometimes you go to the movies and they take you on that digital roller coaster ride? And at the very end, it like leads into the beginning of the movie, or the, or the which am call it? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that was heavy and very moist. Um. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but if you know what I'm talking about, that's what it was like. But it was more like aesthetic. Like it had like flowers and like um, you know. All the amazing stuff that Madison is in a nutshell, basically. Um, And it was just amazing. And my favorite, favorite song on the album is, well, I have a lot of favorites. But um, I guess one of my favorites is Follow the White Rabbit. Oh, love that song. But before she put it on, there was like certain clips of her and um, she was like knocking. It was like, knock, 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 knock. And it was her like constantly knocking and she goes, have you guys seen The White Rabbit? And everyone's like, oh my god, yes! <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, I knew it. Like I I knew off the bat what she was talking about because it was, she hadn't played the song yet during the concert. So I was like, she's going to play it eventually. And it just, I just, I felt the vibes. Like, like you know, felt the vibes just by looking at that. At that scene I was like okay yes like yes yes that is the white rabbit she is going to sing the white rabbit and it was amazing all the lights were green and you know what's crazy I think her inspiration for the outfits of the of the whole tour was Disney princesses I really do think so because she looked like she had two dresses I think that she changed into or three something like that it gave me Aurora mixed with Cinderella mixed with Belle but it was like how do you say like it wasn't long dresses it was short um, she had like a bow, um, um, at the center of her head. Um, she had silk gloves, but it was so pretty. Like, oh, it was amazing. Before Madison came on, it was Maggie. And before Maggie, it was this, it was this artist. I think her name was Aubrey or something like that. She was, she was pretty good. Like it, it definitely got the crowd like working, um, So yeah, you know, wishing her all the best. Um, But Maggie, man, the thing is like with me, I love punk rock music. I love rock and roll, that 2000s, early 2000s rock, 90s rock. And I feel like she just gives that to me and she really speaks to my soul. Whereas with Madison is more girly and more um, like soft girl-esque. I feel like both of them really spoke to me in different places. <laughs> um, when Maggie first came on, I was going crazy. I was like, I mind my business, but you can't me down. I swear it was well and well. And then with Madison, it was like, how could you be so reckless? How could you be so reckless with my heart? And it was like... It was like a roller coaster ride. I loved it. Maggie was awesome too. Angelina, if you don't know who Angelina is, she's my little sister. Obviously, um, like get it together. Um, she loved her. Maggie's literally her phone wallpaper. And she, when she came out, she gasped. She was like, "Oh my god!" And it was like we weren't even close to her. We were like at the third level, like like watching over her, but it. Like, at the same time, it felt like we were so close to her because, like, she, she looked up. I don't think she looked at us, but it sure did feel like it. Um, and we were just like, oh my god, she looked, did she just look, did she just look at us right now? Oh my god. Um, and it was just, it, it was fucking, like, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, oh my gosh, the cheekbones on that girl. She literally looks like she got like work done. I'm pretty sure she didn't, but she looks like a goddess. Her and Madison. Like, I'm not lying. They literally look like. They look like goddesses. Like, dress them up in some. Like, whatever the Greek goddesses wear, and they could look like a Greek goddess. Greek goddesses. It was just. Oh my gosh it was amazing and then seeing them in person it's like I've seen you through my screen like for years and now I'm literally looking at the dancer from your head like oh my god (laughs) it's so cool um so yeah all right I'm done fangirling right now but the concert was a success it was so much fun um what wasn't fun was driving back home in the rain it was just me and Angelina driving from Manhattan back to the Bronx. Um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy that, um, but, and then also we went to get Taco Bell. I got Taco Bell for Angelina, I believe, cause she was hungry. And then some way, somehow we ended up getting lost going from Taco Bell back home. <laughs> and that was really annoying and I got yelled at, but other than that, it was fun. I got my footage. I'm uploading it to a vlog pretty soon. Um I have to get my shit together with my vlogs. It's just it's it's out of order. It's already November and I'm still posting vlogs from September. So but whatever. Um yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um wait, what else did I have planned for this? I guess there's really nothing else to do besides read some Reddit questions, okay? Some Reddit questions. Oops, excuse me. Oh my gosh, wait. Are we actually running on schedule? That's really crazy because I wrote down all the topics and I wrote down how long it was going to take and... I predicted that I was going to be up to this section when we're 45 minutes in and we're 46 minutes in. Ah, I'm like a (laughs) psychic. No big deal. No big deal. Um, Okay, yeah. My laptop is being an asshole right now. So we're going to try to do this via... um, via, whatchamacallit, via phone, but, oh, also, something that I wanted to mention, I should have bought these tickets before, since they were on sale, and, like, now I'm a concert fanatic, but if you listen to a certain artist a lot on Spotify, they will, Spotify will email you, um, like, dates to their concerts which i'm gonna call it and they'll give you a link to purchase them while they're still on sale or something like that and i got one for Jaden and nessa barrett and the kid laroi so you know if you ever want a good deal on some concert tickets just listen to a certain artist a lot on spotify um i'm pretty sure that'll get you your fix Okay, now my laptop is working, so we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Wow, these are interesting. Okay, this one looks very crazy. This one looks wild. Let's read it. <laughs> I need another sip of my agua. Well, that was cool. You know when, well, I don't know if you guys use Anchor. If anyone uses Anchor to um, record their podcast, you know <laughs> you know when you talk and that line starts getting squiggly? Like it starts turning into like waves. Ah. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. Alright, now my laptop is again acting like an asshole, so we're gonna do it through my phone because I don't have time for stupid shit. I'm going back to 505 if it's a seven hour flight, on 45 drive. Okay. Okay, let's read. How do I accept being a big fucking loser? This one is long. Okay, wow, that's a lot. Ooh, shit, this is a lot. Okay, you guys, get ready for the ride because this one is ooh that rhymed. Ooh, and that rhymed. Okay. Um, yeah, this is gonna be a lot. Okay. How do I accept being a big fucking loser? At 23 years old, I feel like the biggest loser there is. I have accomplished nothing of substance, really. I am still almost completely dependent on my parents as I live in their home and don't have a job of my own. I can't look for a job because I am too anxious and lazy to actually go out there and try. I know it's all my fault, but I just can't help it and don't know how to actually overcome it. Even if I were able to go out and look for something, what would I be looking for exactly? I have zero experience and I don't really have any knowledge about anything. I have a degree in IT but it is useless because I don't really remember anything useful from school so I'd be like starting from zero. And it's not even a subject I really care about. It's not even a subject I really care about. I am barely even able to do chores around my house as no one ever really taught me if I do did end up living by myself I have no idea how I would manage I am trying to study but outside of the fact that I am not even sure that I like it media studies I am barely able to focus on the lessons and same thing for actually studying oh same it doesn't matter what I'm studying my mind always wanders off and I waste so much fucking time to simply read a few pages okay I'm, I'm relating I'm relating I have also wasted at least three years or so studying something I didn't even like despite me knowing it from the beginning but still hoping I'd be able to get through it. I didn't make it and I wasted money. I don't have a girlfriend and I've never had one. I am afraid I'll never have one because what do I have to offer really? I am also terrible at social skills and suffer from social anxiety, not to mention quite an introvert. I have tried therapy and it didn't work out because of my anxiety because I have a hard time opening up to strangers, at least in real life. I visited at least three of them and it was just a waste of money. Once again, my fault, like everything in my life. Um, My life sucks and I don't know where to start to improve it as everything seems more and more difficult. I am afraid I am wasting my best years and the thought of it and all and of things never improving drastically makes me want to reach for a shotgun please for the love of god if anyone has any suggestion on what I can do share it because I am fucking desperate and the fact that I am using reddit to show my concerns I think is proof enough of that already shit that was heavy loaded I kind of skipped over some because it was a lot but we kind of got the gist of it okay okay Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm not even in my 20s yet. I'm still 19. But, um, you know, if you want to take my advice, take it at your leisure. I think you are in a shithole right now. That's pretty obvious that you're in a shithole. You have obviously, you know, stated that there's nothing in life going on right now that's interesting you. And it's kind of like a sucky... um phase that you're going through I feel like a lot of kids go through this again sorry about the airplanes it's out of my control I feel like a lot of teens and young adults go through phases like this because we are taught that right after college or right after high school we either need to go to college or need to get a job and then get our career started and be set by our 30s which in reality that, it, that 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 doesn't happen for everyone and it's tough because when you're growing up there's certain limitations and i feel like humans weren't made for limitations you know you know what i mean like like getting up early and having to go to class to sit down and write notes and and you know focus on certain things that you don't really like have any interest in I feel like humans weren't made to do that humans were made to see the earth humans were made to explore to learn but like not in a confined space I feel like learning through your own experience is way different than learning from a textbook and I feel like it's more valuable don't get me wrong I love school there's just certain aspects that I don't really approve of though I love the fact that I'm able to learn about things I love the fact that I'm able to make friends and I'm able to be social and I'm able to have some discipline because you know you know you can't live a full fully like like lazy life you know I mean it's not really lazy but like you can't always have fun you still have to have discipline because that's how that's how you obtain respect and that's how you obtain manners as a person as a human being so I do like the disciplinary aspect but I also feel like I don't like sitting down and looking at a screen for two hours out of my day just to just to go home with not really a understanding the material or b not gaining any material at all because it just it just simply didn't interest me um I think but okay here's another thing that people worry about is the fact that okay let's say you you don't do college you want to travel you want to see the world you want to explore the world you need money and that's annoying because no one wants to go to work no one wants to sit at a desk just to get a paycheck for like five days later you know I mean like that's what you need to do in order to survive in this world which is very annoying but like no one really wants to do that and, you know, you can get a job that you really like, but, you know, I I feel like when you work under someone else, you will never truly be happy. It, it will never fully satisfy you, you know? I feel like if if you have your own thing and you're able to make an income from that, that is, like, ultimate. Because it's like you get you get your money so that way you could do whatever you want and then on top of that, you're not answering to anyone. You're making up your own rules. That's why I feel like, having your own business and stuff like that. I feel like that's so much better. But okay, here's the thing. What I I would do if I was in your shoes, I would try my very best to network. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be of a specific subject like marketing or history or anything like that. Whatever satisfies you, go do that. Whatever you can, let's say you like, um, let's say you like drama, right? You like theater and stuff like that. Go join a drama club, go write a script, write, um, you know, pitch a script to a person, or maybe, you know, attend some Broadway shows, go to a play, Go to an improv session or even get some improv lessons or acting lessons, or you know. And if you are at the point where you don't know what you like, keep exploring until you find something. It's kind of like, you know, you know, that game when you were little. Well, I'm not sure if you guys played it when you were little, but you know, that game that you played where. It would be like a sticky ball or like a sticky something. You would throw the ball to it and it would stick. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I think you have to treat it like that. You know what I mean? Hold um, Let me, hold on. Am I bad about that, guys? I had to end that segment because there's only a 60-minute limit. Um, and we was up to 58 so I didn't want to keep talking and lose track but as I was saying you kind of have to treat your situation like that game you have to keep throwing the ball until it sticks okay and you know you have to keep you know exploring you know I say number one thing that you need to do is get a job because if you want to explore anything in this world you need to have money okay and that's that's just that you know and just start by like applying to whatever's around you. If there's like a salad bar or if there's a restaurant or um a Starbucks, literally whatever, whatever you can do to get that money, because you're gonna need it, okay? Um get a job, try your best, and you gotta you gotta try to like you gotta have motivation too. Motivation isn't easy to come by. But you did say that you feel like that you're wasting your years. So instead of continuing to, you know, sit on your ass and do nothing, you have to think about, okay, the more, the more seconds I waste, then the more minutes I waste. The more minutes I waste, the more hours. The more hours, the more days. The more days, the more weeks. The more weeks, the more years. And then before you know it, years are going to go by and I'm going to be like 30 years old and still doing nothing. So it's better to start now even if you're not exactly doing what you love rather than waiting until it's the right time. You know, you have to start somewhere because you got to build that, okay? you got to build your foundation. Build the foundation now while you're still young rather than building it when you're 30, okay? not saying that 30 isn't young but you know what i mean um okay start now get a job save up some money do what you got to do make some friends and while you're still there try to network with people talk to people try to be like hey so what's your name what are you, what are your interests you know i'm trying to you know and i understand you said that you're introverted and you know that's totally fine a lot of people are um so then just find one person from work just one person and then from there you can expand okay but you know ask simple things like hey my name is so and so what's your name oh okay cool nice to meet you and have that for for monday okay have that for monday tuesday be like hi how are you so i never got to ask you where are you from and then little by little you keep asking questions the more questions you ask the more information you get the more um, comfortable and confident you get and then From there, you're able to expand your circle. You got that. You got the money down, okay? And you got some of the networking down. Boom, right? So what you're going to do next, save up enough money to do something. Literally anything. Literally put in like hobbies or like anything to do in a generator and it'll pick it random for you. Whatever it picks, do that, okay? Take out however much you need from your bank account and try that out whether it's a painting class or an acting class or maybe it's like maybe invest some time into you know investing in stocks or maybe um how to put together i don't know like like a fucking a a birdhouse or whatever like do whatever you gotta do that's gonna that's gonna stimulate your mind okay you can't be sitting down because like i said humans weren't made for sitting down they were made for exploring and that's what you gotta do you gotta explore Whatever you can until you find what sticks to you. Um And you know what? You can't have the the mentality that, oh my God, I don't like this right now, so this isn't going to work. This is hopeless. This is never going to work. Because you don't want to do that. The more you think about that, the more you're going to bring it into your reality. So try not to think too hard on these certain things, okay? Try to just be like, okay... um this is what the generator gave me, so I'm going to try this out. Maybe this weekend I'm going to try this out, okay? And don't have any reservations for it. Don't be like, "Okay, um this is what it picked for me, so this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life and th- this is what I got to stick to," okay? Don't do that, okay? Don't limit yourself. Keep exploring. It's like um it's like trying out candy, you know? When you're a kid, you don't limit yourself to one candy. Like, come on. That if you do then that's bullshit. Okay. You try a Jolly Rancher, you're like, okay, I kinda like that. Try a Starburst and you're like, oh, I like this way better than that. And then you try, I don't know, Skittles or a Tootsie Roll and then you keep trying and trying and trying until you finally know, okay, I know which one's my favorite, so I'm gonna stick to that. Okay. Think of it like that. And don't think of it too hard. You don't even have to necessarily like spend money either. You can always volunteer. Um in, like, shelters or churches, um, I feel like whatever you do, just be productive, okay, keep thinking, like, I have to keep doing this, this, that, you know, like, I have to keep going, okay, don't overwork yourself, but don't do nothing all day, because you need something, and if you feel like you're moving too fast and you can't catch up, break it down piece by piece, and, make every day give yourself the easiest goal for each day until you're able to build up to that stamina okay um so sorry that you're going through the slump but trust me you will get out of it you know I'm pretty sure you're not the only one that's going through this alone okay um but you know try to get out there okay try not to be so closed in with certain things try to open yourself up more um And I feel like because that that's kind of what I started doing. I got myself a job because I wanted um, my own money to pay for my own stuff. Um, And a lot of the stuff that I wanted to do had to do with like, um, you know, photography and my YouTube channel. And, um, you know, um, yeah, that was really it. Just like doing things that I really like, even like with art. I, I wanted to buy my own paint. I wanted to buy my own canvases. So and also fabric with sewing and stuff like that. So I got a job so that way I can save up some money so I can use that for myself. And that's what I did. I invested in fabric and I've made clothing. I invested in some paint and I, you know, do paintings, um, of photography. I booked my first photography shoot with um, with a photographer That was fun. You know, like, you know, do stuff like that. And if you have a circle of friends as well, I'm not sure if you said that or not, but if you have a circle of friends, try to do things with them and incorporate them, you know, just be like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go hiking. You want to come hiking with me? And if not, then fuck it. Go by yourself. But, um, um, yeah, start little. Okay. And you'll be good. Trust me. Okay. I feel like I spoke a lot on that, but. It was a lot to read. So I feel like I gave the same energy. Um, New song. Hello. Let's see. Is it wrong to quit after putting in my two weeks? I feel like that's not even like... Okay, let's just read it. Okay. I started a new job here recently, but had to quit almost a week in due to personal reasons. After I put in my two weeks... Oh, after, okay, I see. After I put in my two weeks, I noticed that the schedule had been changed. And next week, I work every day till my last day, eight days straight. Holy shit. Would it be wrong or petty to straight up quit and tell my manager I'm not working eight days in a row without a day off? Is there a better way to approach this? Okay, the person edited it. Edited it. Thank you, everyone, for the wonderful advice. As I've said in the comments, I think they're just trying to take advantage of me because I wanted to return when I was able to. The only reason why I quit instead of going part-time is because I would not be able to return from six months to a year. Thanks again, you kind strangers. Mmm. That's interesting. I need a gulp of water for that. Wow, it's only 12.17. I wonder what do we need for lunch um is it wrong to quit after putting in my two weeks here's the thing I'm not too experienced with the whole job realm because I've like I said I've only had one job outside of my own thing like I I have my own Etsy business and um I did you know um like I did work for a hair care company. I still kind of work for them, but it's like on and off. Um, but those things I would always be able to do at on my own time. I never really needed to answer to a boss. Um, so, I mean, I kind of want to say no, that it's not wrong. But then again, I'm not like totally educated on it. Um, Here's the thing with Sweet Green, which is where I used to work, I had told my boss that I was on the fence of continuing after the summer because originally it was going to be a summer job and I would quit once school started because, you know, my main focus is school. Um... But then at the end of the summer, I was like, you know what? I think I'll be able to do this without actually really thinking of it. I was kind of thinking more so about like, okay, I'm so used to getting money now. I want to keep getting that um, because I want to be able to like do whatever I want and not have to ask my dad for money. Um, But (laughs) here's where they get y'all. When you work and you get your money you are exhausted because you are going to school and working isn't that just fun so I ended up just telling my boss hey I don't think I can do this I think I put too much on my plate more than I can handle how would this go about because I really don't think I could keep this job during school and he just he just asked me. He didn't even say to put in your two weeks. He just asked, "When is your last day?" And I said, "Tomorrow." <laughs> Cuz the first day of school was the first day of school was the day before that day. Okay? It was. And I was like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> no. No, this is not happening. I'm so sorry, but it's not happening. And yeah, He was lenient enough to just be like, okay, you pick your last day and I'll figure it out. So I never really had to deal with the whole putting in the two weeks situation. Um, I mean, if you told your boss, you know, the reasoning as to why you had to put in your two weeks in the first place. I feel like it's kind of wrong to give you such a hectic schedule, you know? It's like, okay, there is a reason why I'm even putting in my two weeks in the first place. Um, So it's like, why are you trying? It's like, it's almost as if the boss is trying to be an asshole. It's like, It's like, okay, let's just say, you know my, uh, not me personally, but let's just say like your cousin is in the hospital and you need to take care of them. That's why you're putting in your two weeks because it's, you know, it's going to take some time and you're not going to be able to dedicate, you know, your time to work. So you have to dedicate it to helping out your family. It's like, okay, I'm putting in my two weeks now because I know I'm not going to be able to continue. And so the boss is like, okay, you're quitting That's cool. You're going to work every single day for the next two weeks. It's like, what? Like, you know, it kind of like defeats the purpose, you know? It's kind of like, what are you trying to do here? Okay, what are you trying to do here? I would understand if they still put you in for some days, like maybe half the week instead of the full week. But it's like, that should be a conversation that's held between you and the boss, you know? Like like pertaining to what your work days are going to be like until until you quit, you know, type of thing. Because obviously, if you can't come into work, that's for a reason. So why put you for the whole week? You know, it just, it, it makes no sense to me. It really does. Um, I think that the boss is being asshole Then again, I don't exactly know how it works per se, but the vibes that I'm getting, it's kind of like, okay, you're being an asshole because you're upset because you're losing out on another employee. And you know, that's another headache for you. But that's what you signed up as when you signed up to be manager or boss or whatever you are. I'm on your side, dude or dudette. Okay. I'm not on the boss's side because that sounds really rude of them to do. Anyway. Okay. Okay. This one sounds very fucking gross. Um, My boyfriend, 30 male, likes anal sex. And I, 27 female, don't mind it. Although it's definitely my least favorite sexual thing to do. (laughs) Okay. Um, A little bit ago, we did anal. And afterwards, he was still in the mood. So he asked if I wanted to do vaginal sex. I told him to wash his dick first since it had just been in my ass okay okay i feel like this is gonna be demonetized but fuck it um and he said that it seemed unnecessary he thinks that since the germs came from my body it won't cause an infection how do i make him understand how gross and unhealthy it is you don't sister you leave him okay you leave him what the fuck like, what, like, what, it, I, it really baffles me what goes through people's minds, you know, and, like, their logic on certain things. It doesn't matter if it came from the same body, it's still disgusting. Poison ivy grows from the same earth as daisies do, but are you gonna pick it up with your fingers? no. Because you know that it's bad. You know that it's going to, you know, do whatever Poison Ivy does to you. Okay? His logic is so fucking... Okay. I can understand certain things having that logic. But that logic applied to this situation, it just doesn't work. Okay? Maybe he's just very uneducated on hygiene. (laughs) needs to become more hygiene high whoa hi whoa educated on hygiene I was literally about to say hydrated okay okay anyway yeah even even um as a young girl <laughs> I was always taught that whenever I wipe do not wipe from the back to the front always wipe from front to back. Because if you wipe back to front, it can cause an infection. Not to mention that it's just also common sense. Your ass is kind of where like all your shit comes out of. So I mean, okay, for me, I don't understand why people do anal at all. I don't understand how pleasurable that can feel. But you know what? Do you? But the thing is that, you know, you are plunging A body organ into another body organ that has a whole bunch of shit in it and I'm sorry if this is really disgusting to hear it's disgusting for me to say you could just skip over a few minutes but um either way it's still disgusting okay you probably have that shit on your pp okay and you want to take that out and put it into another hole where other stuff comes out it's just like you're very stupid you are very stupid. And I'm talking about the guy, okay? You need to have common sense, okay? It's common sense. Even even, even when you're done having sex, you should always wash, okay? Because you, you never know. Obviously, if you're with your partner and you guys do it and, like, you guys have been together since forever and, like, you're used to each other, you know... I always say always wash. Always, always, always wash because you never, ever know. Always wash. Um, So I think either this should be a red flag for you and you should be like, you're disgusting, we are not having sex anymore, goodbye. Or just be like, if you don't wash, we are not having sex. So I say either leave him or just not have sex with him. Like, you gotta lay down the rules. That sounds so stupid. He's not going to wash his pee-pee because it's from the same body, like it's going inside the same body. Yeah, but it's not the same hole. You know what I mean? For all that, just do everything in the vaginal hole then. But no, you like the butthole for some reason. So, you know, clean yourself. I think just give them an ultimatum. Just fucking be like, wash your penis or we're not having sex. Is that simple. Like, like, that's nasty, bro. That is so disgusting. I don't understand people like that. And I don't understand how people can be in relationships with people like that. It's just, like, really nasty. I don't like it when people don't have good hygiene. It's, like, really disgusting. Anyway. Um, okay. Let's see is it wrong to leave my mentally abusive and toxic family while they're while they are asleep just to clarify i am 18 i plan on leaving my toxic family honestly mainly my mom tomorrow and going far far away whoa i just got i just got inspiration for a for a story thank you for that by the way um I planned to leave after everyone was asleep slash in their rooms and just leave a note slash send a text to my mom and explain why I left and that I'm safe with people I know and love. I planned it this way because telling my mom would cause a lot of drama and yelling. She doesn't make me feel safe nor comfortable and I'm just trying to leave as peacefully and safe as humanly possible. My mom has put me through unimaginable things and I don't feel comfortable telling her I'm leaving out of fear of her reaction as she genuinely scares the shit out of me. Is this wrong of me? Um, Edit, thank you so much everyone. I will be leaving tonight. I did not expect for this to get so much attention and a reward. I appreciate all the reassurance and advice so much. I'm trying to reply to everyone. Sorry if I haven't got to you yet, but I promise I'm getting there. Smiley face. Girl, wait, are you a girl or a guy? I'm not sure if you're a girl or a guy, but whatever you are and whatever you're going through, I think, I think if it has come down to this, you know, obviously it's sad, but it also kind of makes me happy for the person. Obviously you don't know where you're going to end up and you don't know what life is going to be like, or I mean, you said that you was going to be with people that, love you and take care of you so I'm hoping that's you know that's the case um I feel like running away is like how I said it's so sad but it's like a new beginning you know you're getting as far away as possible from from people or things that are that are bringing you down and I think I think it's kind of a good thing if you know what you're doing then it's a good thing if you know how to take care of yourself if you know how to you know get a job you know provide for yourself you're gonna live somewhere safe and protected you're gonna have clothes on your back you're gonna have running water to wash your face and bathe yourself you know I feel like if you know how to uh you know uh, get those essentials for yourself if you know how to take care of yourself then it's all good um I wish you the best of luck really. I think if your mother is really you know it sounds like you know she's kind of abusive maybe not in a physical way maybe a verbal or emotional way any abuse is should not be tolerated but I feel like if you're going through that you got to do what's best for you and if you feel like leaving That environment is best for you then do that okay do whatever you feel is going to benefit your mental health and whatever is going to make you feel happy because you know you shouldn't be stuck in a place where you don't feel comfortable you know like you even say I don't feel comfortable with my mom I don't feel comfortable talking to her she genuinely scares me no child should ever feel that way about their parent you know their parent is your parent should be like kind of your best friend I I understand some parents don't want to be considered friends because they're the parent but I feel like they should be a friend to their children to a certain extent you should be you know like able to talk to your mom or talk to your dad about serious things you should be able to talk to them about your feelings and about what you're going through and you should be able to get their help on it not be scolded for it um but if she's not giving that to you then seek out where you're gonna get that okay if that makes sense um I wish you the best of luck and please keep us updated because I want to know more of the story and you should write a book honestly (laughs) that would be like such a like interesting coming of age story um yeah good luck and take care of yourself as long as you know what you're doing as long as you know how to take care of yourself I feel like you should be good um and I feel like I had something else to say about the leaving at night like I feel like at the same time like the mother might feel I mean she's obviously gonna feel resentment because if she's abusive towards you then she's gonna make this all about her but I feel like She might feel like she wasn't given another chance at bettering herself. I feel like that happens a lot. Um, So I say before you even do that, make sure... I mean, I understand you said you tried talking to her and that doesn't even work out. But if you haven't sat her down and talked to her and just be like, I want this to change And make it like the final warning type shit. You know? Type shit. Now I'm talking like my boyfriend. Um, Yeah, make it like the final warning. If you've done that already, then you're good. Do what you gotta do because obviously she doesn't give a fuck. If you haven't spoken to her for the last time and like just been like, Mom, this isn't working out for me. I want to make this better. Please. Please like compromise with me. If you've if you haven't done that yet I highly suggest to do that that way you know for sure for sure that she's just being an asshole um and yeah yeah best of luck okay Mm -hmm. let's read another one yeah I just got a campus announcement building entrance construction plan for the information and technology interesting okay Mm -hmm. Let's do like one or two more because this is really interesting. Uh, okay. Is five years too big an age difference? Arkadarkey. So I've been thinking about this for a few days, debating whether to post. <laughs> this past month I met this guy okay so I think it's a girl Mm, I think so maybe it's a guy I don't know I met this guy who turned out to be 18 we were friends but then one wait what? what we were friends but then one say things changed one day things changed I'm 23 and the age difference made me uneasy at first Wondering if it's really that big a deal, he doesn't care about the difference, and I'm trying to get over it, so does it seem odd for a twenty three female to be with an eighteen year old male? I don't think so, like I'm nineteen and my boyfriend is twenty three yeah, and I mean that i don't that's not five I don't think I think that's just four but Either way, it's still like a pretty, it's still an age gap. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think as long as you feel mentally on the same level and if you don't, like as long as you don't feel like one person is inferior to the other, then you're all good. I feel like as long as you guys feel equal in whatever, yeah, if if you guys feel equal in the relationship, then you're all good. Because, you know, I feel like sometimes people mentally are older than their physical age. Like, I, like when I was younger, when I was like 15 or 16, no, 16. When I was 16, I felt 18. But when I got to 18, I felt 18, you know, it, it, it's weird, (laughs) But some people just have that. Some people are just mature for their age. And I feel like the only way it would feel weird is if they act immature for their age. And you're mature for your age, you know? um, Yeah, I feel like the age thing might feel weird. But as long as you feel like you're able to talk to them and they don't act like a child or they don't act like they're above everyone else, then you're all good, you know? And, you know, like, this is so small compared to, like, my parents' age gap. They are 13 years apart. So, yeah. There's, There's a lot of people, like, my, like, in the old days, like, in the old days. But, like, with my, even with my grandmother, like, she whenever she would date guys they were like a decade older than her so you know no one ever really like at least in my family no one ever really dated within their age it was always older you know um so four year five years to me isn't that big of a deal it's you know it's not that far you know um so yeah i don't think you should feel weirded out i think it should be something that's like something to laugh at. Like, yeah, he's 18, but he acts like he's like 85 or whatever, or whatever. As long as you feel comfortable with talking to that person, then you're all good. Okay. I actually want to read another one. Okay. A coworker recorded me on his phone through security camera footage. Ooh. Okay. To make it short of, I feel like the microphone was falling. To make it sure a coworker recorded me on his phone through security camera footage in an attempt to convince the other security guards that I wasn't doing my job correctly. Ooh, that's shady. But okay. He has been showing other security guards the recording. I was told this by my site supervisor. Oh, shit. Is he legally allowed to do this? I live in Washington State. If that makes any difference, thanks in, advi- in advance. Oh, I can't tell you an answer for this. I don't know if it's legally allowed. Um, Is it morally allowed? Um, hmm. Morally. We're talking morally speaking. I'm trying to like think from both sides because I'm trying to think from this guy's point of view. And then also the co-worker's point of view. Because what was the reason that he, him or he, oh, Mark gosh what was the reason that he was recording you you know to convince other security guards that you weren't doing your job but like what was the reason for that did you get into an altercation like were you did you do something that led him to believe that you weren't doing your job um like or is he just being a dick like you know um I don't know I kind of feel like morally that's okay because I mean depending on the situation if he's just trying to like catch you just to try to catch you if he's just trying to catch you like if he's just trying to be a dick and just be like ha ha ha, I'm gonna I'm gonna like catch him like sleeping on the job and then I'm gonna tell the boss ha 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 I feel like okay like you did you did that like out of your own pleasure you must be really bored with your life but if there was, like, an altercation between you two and, like, I don't know. Maybe he he was annoyed that, like, maybe you did something and he just wants to catch you. That way he could tell the... But, ugh, it's hard. It's hard to decipher because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this guy sounds like like that one annoying coworker. I don't know. I feel like it really depends on the situation. If something happened between you two that gave him a solid reason to record you, I feel like, okay, maybe. But if he's just doing it just to be a snitch, then okay. I don't think that's right, you know? I think it just depends. I actually want to read what the comments say. Um. It says he probably can, but what did your boss say in regards to the quality of your work? Ooh, that's a good question. My boss said I'm doing my job really well and is telling me to watch my back with the guy because he believes he's purposely trying to get me in trouble with a company. Ooh, so he probably is just being shady as hell. Um, hmm. go straight to HR. This is weird and would make me uncomfortable. I mean, hey. I'm not gonna lie but then again I still stand by my answer it really just depends because we only know your side you know we don't know this guy's side I think it's also the fact that it just sounds so weird and bizarre like a person just recording you through the cameras like there has to be a reason for that like at least with me whenever I hear weird situations like that I'm like okay there has to be a reason because if people are just acting like that just to be like that, then that's just like, that's like out of the ordinary, you know? I still think it depends. Legally speaking, I do not know. But let's read one last one. One last one. Okay. Because I'm genuinely interested. Reddit is so cool. My girlfriend and my guy best friend going on a trip alone? Ooh, I'm reading this one i'm reading this one this is juicy oh oh my god this is so juicy this is like a whole story holy shit okay oh my god i'm invested so this upcoming summer my guy best friend and my girlfriend of almost two years is going on a trip that i wasn't invited that's weird they will be gone for three weeks and just them two are going together ew what the okay (laughs) okay You lost me like three weeks and it's just them two. Okay, let's just keep reading. They're planning on sharing a room together with separate beds. My girlfriend used to like the guy she is. Wait, what? My girlfriend used to like the guy she is going on the trip with. I mean, I trust them, but should I still be a bit worried? I don't want to let them go so I don't feel bad. I don't want to not let them go so that I don't feel bad. If anyone has any advice, please let me know. Ah. Oh, what? That sounds so bizarre. It's like Okay. Here's one example where I think it wouldn't sound bizarre is if you were there and you're guy best friend had a girlfriend with him like if if it was like a like a couple's vacation that would be acceptable but it's literally just your girlfriend your best friend on a trip together you're not there they're in a room they're in separate beds but it's like what like like are they really that close to the point where they're like going on a trip together, it just sounds very bizarre to me because I think about me and my boyfriend's friends and I'm like, no, I'm not going on a trip with you, like, like no, like, if anything, I want my boyfriend to be there because, like, that's who I'm leaning on, like, that's who I want to sleep in the bed with, like, I don't want to be alone with some guy that I don't really know too well, you know, it's just like, that's weird, that's weird, They would have to be, I was going to say they would have to be friends for years in order to do that. But it's also like, why wouldn't you want your boyfriend or best friend to be there? You know, not even the fact of it being awkward, like, but just, just for the fact that like you just want to simply invite them. Because with me, like, I want to invite my boyfriend everywhere I go. Well, not everywhere I go because I do enjoy my alone time. But for the most part, whenever I do stuff that's really exciting, I want him to, like, see it. I want him to be there and witness it. Um, But it's, like, I don't feel that energy here with this whole story. It's, like, why wouldn't you want your boyfriend to be there? I don't know. It's just weird. It's just really, really weird. But anyway, the person updated. Um, So update. Update. I forgot to add that she said she wouldn't let me go on a trip with a girl alone, but she is allowed to. Okay, she sounds very stupid. Like, she sounds very fucking stupid. I was never planning on one, but she shot down any ideas of anything ever happening. Also, they were planning the trip right in front of me and didn't ask me for any advice or if it was okay. Um, That's very disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you need to, like, drop these people. Because, like, that's very disrespectful, I feel like, you know, to plan a whole trip in front of your significant other with their best friend and it's alone? That's weird. Like, what are you trying to do, you know? What are your intentions? Um, And the fact that, you know, it, this is weird. This sounds, like, very, like, manipulate manipulative tendencies on the girlfriend's part I'm not hearing much on the best friend's part but on the girlfriend's part it's like okay you okay it's like okay I am gonna go on a trip with your best friend I'm not gonna invite you but like we'll see you when we get back but don't think don't even think about going on a trip with a girl alone because you can't do that I don't like that you can't do that it's like what the fuck you sound really dumb right now. Like, and, and it just, I don't know. It just seems like the girlfriend is like, okay, I want to have this thing with his best friend. But I also want to keep him around. I, and, and I don't want him to have anything else with any other girls. It's like she's being like, she wants to be like the center of attention. She wants all the attention she could get. Um, It sounds very weird. Very weird um another update I didn't mention this but it may be useful she has never acted out like this before she usually likes to stay home and hanging out with me and not planning things out of the blue so this kind of goes against all other things she has done update number three they have been friends for a long time so I don't know I'm trying to see all of the positives before the negatives if you catch my drift update number four we all just turned 18 and in in our senior year of high school So this upcoming summer is the last summer we are all going to be hanging out. Also, this is my first ever girlfriend, so I don't want to mess things up. And I don't know what I'm doing because I have never done this before. Hey, everyone. This is the final update for a while. That's what he said. Hey, everyone. I wanted to thank you all for all of the support you have given me, blah, 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 blah. This week, I'm going to sit them both down and talk to them. I will let y'all know what happens and how it turns out. I won't be updating until the problem gets resolved. But I will still keep commenting to you guys with more info and stuff like that. Thank you for all the... Every, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for your nice, honest, and even brutal words. I don't know. Okay. I'm back. This is the final, final update that he gives on this post. I'm back. So, it has been a couple of days since I last posted. Before I go on a rant, I just wanted to say thank you for all the comments and messages. Every single com- comment was helpful. Even the ones that were rude. Uh, it all opened my eyes to what I needed to do. So thank you. Anyways, back to what you guys have been waiting for. Yes, the juicy details. I sat both my girl and my friend down and had a nice calm chat. I was calm throughout, but they kept yelling at me and freaking out. So I broke it off. I'm free. Hell yeah, you are. Fuck that bitch. And fuck your friend. Like, you know, like, fuck them. Like, that's weird. They want to be weird. They could be weird together. And that's exactly what he said. They can have fun together in Europe. Damn, they were going to Europe? what the hell that is a what that's that's I thought it was gonna be like like a like a like a nearby type of thing but they were going all the way to Europe yeah I don't know man you probably you most definitely dodged a bullet um but it's not my problem since she isn't my girlfriend anymore I know this wasn't the epic ending or like a movie but life isn't like a movie it just beats you down until you get back up and I don't want to get up for a while but that's all I have to say about that you can still comment if you want and I'll probably respond or if you want to message me that works too but thank you for all the advice even peace helped what thank you I don't know what the fuck he just said but yeah come on man like that's weird the way I envisioned it when I first read it was like they were in their 20s and they were gonna like go to like a nearby type of thing but they're in their senior year the trip was to go to Europe it's it's like very out of the ordinary it's like you know it's just like right planning but wrong people you know what I mean like yeah going to Europe in your senior year Ugh, fun. But going to Europe in your senior year with your significant other, with your boyfriend or girlfriend, even fun-er. But no, they said, I'm going to go to Europe in my senior year with my best friend... No, with my boyfriend's best friend. Or I'm going to go to Europe in my senior year with my best friend's girlfriend. Like, what? (laughs) That's just weird. Um yeah listen you didn't screw things up because I remember he was saying like this is his first girlfriend he doesn't want to screw things up you didn't screw anything up she screwed it up by being a fucking dumbass, okay and so did your best friend um but good thing that you're not involved with those people anymore go find yourself a better girlfriend someone who wouldn't do some dumb shit like that go find yourself a best friend that's an actual best friend and isn't a sleazy scumbag um so yeah good for you you look happy and healthy not me if you ever care to ask everyone in the comments is putting red flags and honestly they are right that is such a red flag This one comment says your friend is a fucking weirdo and she sounds sus as fuck. Sorry to be blunt, but that's how this whole scenario comes across. Yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, yeah. But that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Damn, I went on for another 45 minutes. Oh my God, this is a long podcast. I'm so sorry, you guys. This is really, really long, but hey. We had fun, right? Right? We had fun. Um. Yeah. Um. Trying to see what else. That's really all I have to say. Follow me on all my social medias. Um. I have TikTok. I have Instagrammy. I have uh, a YouTube channel. Um. I'm trying to see what else. That's really all that I have. I have this podcast. It's really fun. And yeah. So again, thanks for listening. Maybe in the next episode, I'll have a guest on and we could talk about an, another set of juicy topics. And again, don't be shy. Give me all of your juicy to- topics in my email. Should be um in the description box. And yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.